0: Hello, welcome from the Rooker End. Uh, my name's John. Uh, with me this evening is Michael. All right, all right, and DCW. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit cold. Um, it's, uh, it's it's Tuesday night. It's outside Vicarage Road after a, a Watford uh, loss at home, two uh, four uh, against Manchester United. Um, I thought this podcast would be absolutely horrendous at halftime. Uh, I'm not feeling exactly bright and chirpy, but I definitely feel better. But my overall. Um, Manchester United the Manchester United the second in the Premier League they spent a lot of money on their players but how do you feel about that performance do you
1: know what it's interesting you mentioned Manchester United they spent a lot of money on their players and it's kind of you're not making uh, you're not making excuses but you're already sort of trying to set a bit of context and coming into this when we were 3-0 down I was thinking well do you know what what's good about this game is A. that we came into the game thinking we might be able to do something for the first time probably ever I think we've gone into a Premier League match against a title in inverted commas, contender, and thinking we might actually be able to do something. It's not about hanging on, it's about doing something. Then, obviously, with blink of an eye, I'm with 3 0 down, and I'm thinking, well, actually, that's not too much of a bad thing. A reminder of that we've still got quite a lot of work to do in terms of where we're at as a, as a club and as a team. Defensively, we looked uh, wobbly again. So, at 3 0 down, I was sort of scratching around for the positives a bit. Um, and then I was thinking, uh, with, with what, 12 minutes to go. I'm really frustrated we haven't scored a goal because I'd love to see what happened. If we got one back, I think we'd trouble them. And as I was thinking that, um, Pereira got fouled and we got the penalty. And lo and behold, we did trouble them. Uh, And yeah, for that last 15 minutes, we had a a real good go. And I think uh, Silva changed it to go for it, recognising that um, they were going to sit on a 3-0 lead. They weren't going to try and do anything silly. So we switched to what looked like three at the back. And, uh, and kind of went for it a bit Decore got a bit more space, he could pick the ball up deep and, and travel and, uh, and we made inroads But so yeah, I mean ultimately it was, it was always just out of reach, it was a some classic Watford defending there, I thought for the for the first goal, which was um, just from out of nowhere. Really, we had two opportunities, I thought, really to get to get that away, failed to do so. And the real annoying thing about that game, it was over in within the ten-minute space, wasn't it? It, it? Half an hour gone, and it's and it's done and dusted. Which, after a really really bright start, um, was frustrating, but. It was just they just felt a bit fuzzy. They, the edges they just felt like the edges had been rounded off them a little bit. When, whereas on Saturday they were incisive and, and they finished with a plum, if you like. Um, tonight it was just they were just sort of a couple of percent off. And even in that opening 15 minutes, where I thought we did look, we looked really good. We were the ones making all the running. We were the ones asking the question, But it wasn't quite there. It wasn't quite there. Will Hughes, all too often, it was on his wrong foot, and he was having to to readjust his weight to get round onto his, onto his uh, onto his favoured foot. And just it wasn't quite running. Richarlison's touch a couple of times let him down. So I think on another day, um, we were we would have possibly had a really really good result tonight I think to be honest I think United were probably there for the taking yeah. um, so I feel frustrated and I think the Watford uh, the Watford dressing room will be frustrated too they'll feel that they haven't done
0: themselves justice tonight. Did you learn anything new David about Watford?
2: No not really I think we saw there tonight what we have seen this season is that when we play well when we're confident we're capable of scoring and troubling it any team in this in this division maybe apart from man city but we also saw again what we have seen at times this season even in games that we've won and that's t- sloppy defensive errors we gave the ball away in dangerous positions too easily tonight and when you're playing a team like manchester united they more often than not they will take those chances and they did that tonight young capitalize on an, a, a Bad loss of possession from us. You know, half chance, really, from where it was, a difficult sort of bouncing shot, edge of the area. Bang, it's inside the near post, and it's a goal. Again, a sloppy piece of play to give away the foul that led to the free kick being put in the top corner. Maybe Gomez could have got across a bit quicker. Maybe he could have got a hand to it, I'm not sure. And then, uh, for the same for the third goal, and, and indeed even the fourth goal, really. We weren't quite, as, as Mike said, we weren't quite on it enough there was in the first half. There were some really nice passages of play where Decore was getting the ball and travelling with it. Hughes cleverly, little little triangles, looking really good. But there was no cutting edge. United, they had that cutting edge. When there was a chance, they took it. They were ruthless. We weren't ruthless until late on, and then it was too, you know, it was too gone, too far gone by that point. We lost the game. Three goals conceded in 12 minutes in the first half. That was game over.
1: Speaking of ruthless, I'm not going to dig cleverly out by any any stretch of the imagination, but. Bring um, bring Lingard down on the halfway line. Don't let him get past. You just drag him down. You know he's on. He's not going to get booked. He's always no. hasn't been booked. He can take a yellow. Drag him down, and we're still in the game. You know, with five minutes on the clock at three two, there's only one team going to one, one team going to get back into it. But um, yeah, I agree with everything DCW said. I think uh, it just didn't. It just it was just. I think it's just one of those one of those games for us. Balls were bouncing and not not falling for us. And uh, I think you make your own luck but you know how it is when you play sports sometimes it just doesn't feel you don't feel 100% you don't feel sharp and it just doesn't run for you and and I think unfortunately tonight was one of those nights I think again Watford have had a go though Watford have stood up and and been counted but I worry a little bit about the defence I was surprised we were saying before the game that I was pleased to see Puerdle back you know a recognised centre back playing centre back and, you know, ironically, he looked to have sort of add to a bit of... He looked imbalanced and I thought he looked out of touch. He looked He looked like it was a difficult evening for him. He was slow to react on a number of occasions. It almost surprised him when the ball broke loose sort of in and around the D. Um, so I was a bit disappointed. I hope he's not listening. If, cause, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your date is off, Michael, if, he, if he's heard. Your date is off. it
1: break my heart if he, if he hears this. I mean, it breaks my heart having to say it, obviously. <laughs> so just one of those... Didn't quite knit together for, for Watford tonight. Um, I don't think it's going to do us any harm in the long run. I think, um, you know, for the watching billions probably tonight, um, we've contributed to what will, was ultimately an entertaining match. And so to come back from, from 3-0 down to, to create something vaguely interesting for the last 15 minutes is is credit to them. But even then, really, I mean, how long was it 3-2-4 before, before Lingard scored?
0: Not long. Not
1: no. long. And, and that kind of really sums it up, doesn't it? And the, you know, the frustrating thing is ahead of Tottenham at the weekend, who, who have blown us away most of the time. They've played us since, since we've been
0: back in the Premier League. They have lost tonight. Yeah, you're right. Well, we'll talk about the rest of the league a bit later on. But I want to talk about what I think the best thing. And actually, old John, who sits near me, he sort of said, he said at half-time, he said, what Manchester United have done is shown us that you have to shoot to score goals. And I know that sounds like a ridiculous thing, but you know Ashley Young's shot was really well taken. It was a really well taken free kick, and and you know you have to shoot to score. And they, they came at us at pace. Um, you know they're, they're three up front, but overall that's sort of what we didn't do enough of. Well,
1: I think the Ashley Young Ashley Young's first goal was Takoura-esque. They're the sort of goals that we have been scoring. So, you know, I don't want to. I wouldn't criticise Watford. I wouldn't say Man United have done anything. I wouldn't say Manchester United did anything that we've never seen or blew us away in terms of, all. Oh, we've been... But
0: they, no, but they shot quite a lot. It wasn't like we've shot and scored goals. They know. shot... It seemed to be they were going forward. And they were they were they were a bit more personal attack, which is where, when we move on to Andre Gray. Now, on Sunday's podcast, when uh, Colin and I were chatting after the, the, the game away at Newcastle, the feeling was... We know what he does off the ball. We know that he has added something to the squad that we haven't had beforehand. But he hasn't added enough goals. And he had a couple of howlers on Saturday. co Jason, who wasn't with us now. But behind me tonight, DCW, he said, I've been saying for ages. It's my well, Jason impression. <laughs> I've been set for ages. Um, Dean should start at home. Andre should start away. Can you see where he's coming from in terms of what those two players offer us?
2: Well, it certainly changed when Troy came on. And you had... A player in Lindelof in the Man United defence who's been a bit shaky this season. He's he's been on a a notable uh, more than once. He's he's made bad errors aerially. Rojo is a bit dodgy as we saw. You know you get you can he's a bit like Holly sometimes. You can rile him up. He's got a foul in him. He's got a bit of a rash moment in him. Smallings not in perhaps, perhaps his most confident moment at the time. And I, th- I felt that they all dealt with Gray really quite easily because he, he didn't really offer them any real kind of struggles in behind. He didn't really get into them. I think Troy would have given them something more to think about. I mean, in hindsight, it's easy to say. Yeah. Gray has been playing pretty well. We know the problems with the goal scoring, but I think we all do acknowledge that He's working hard and he's he is... Performing uh, an important function for the team, but tonight there's a couple of times when the ball's at Gray's feet and he tried to take it round a couple of defenders. It was easy. It was so easy for them to just brush him off. He didn't have the pace to get round them. He didn't have the strength to worry them. And he did look. You know, he didn't. I suppose he looked like what he was tonight, and that is a half decent, maybe a bit more Premier League striker. If he was any better, he wouldn't probably be playing for Watford. He, you know, he'd be playing for a much better team. You know, we've got to realise what he is. He's a player that scores. You know, scored nine goals in the Premier League last season. He might get around that for us if we're lucky this season. He costs eighteen million pounds, and we think, oh, that's a, that's a record signing. That's a big deal. Eighteen million pounds. It's, it's not that much in today's market. So you've got to be realistic. I think with him, he's trying his best. Sometimes that isn't going to be enough, but. You know, it's it was frustrating for him again tonight. But I, I think we need to ease off on the criticism too much. Yeah, I, I think in fairness, I'd, I've struggled to see too much criticism. I
1: think he certainly didn't do himself any favours with that cup deer celebration at, um, at Newcastle. And I think he said in an interview afterwards that was just sort of that's how his fr- frustration manifests itself. I think That was that was an ill-judged yeah. celebration because that you know that rankled
0: with me. And I'm immature, you know, some might say.
1: I think he's just. Bad choice. He was, you know, it's just in the moment. I think, given half a chance, he'd he'd come up with something, something different. And I don't think he's done himself any favours there. I don't think. I think there's some grumblings, but I, I don't think there's a massive wave of criticism. I think there's more people talking about criticism than than actual criticism. I'd pick up on something Dave said there. I'd love to see more strength from him. Just you know he's not troy he's he he's different but troy showed what you can do and then again dean he's coming on with what 15 20 minutes to go it is it's all or nothing with 3 nil down he's got nothing to lose he can throw himself around a bit so it's easy for him he's not leading the line he's there's no there's no expectation there but like dave said he it's too easy as a defender against Andre Gray tonight. And you know, okay, you're playing against experienced defenders. Yes, there's weaknesses there. Yes, there's chinks in United's armour. They're far from the side that we have that battered us here previously. Um, but we could, they were there to be got at. I thought, and I thought. And I think that a bit of it comes with confidence with, with Gray. I think he's a, he's a guy that obviously thrives on, on, on confidence, as all strikers do. And when you've only scored, what's I think two goals yeah. this season. I think, forget and Ed, who used to do in the Wolf's Mouth... Um, Came out of uh, semi-retirement to, <laughs> to write an article about, about Gray, which I think was, was wor- worth a watch. Look it up if you, if you can. We'll tweet it out again from uh, from the Rookery and uh, Twitter at, at uh, Whatfor Podcast. If you're not following us, why the heck not? Get on, get on the Twitters and follow us. But he said in that, forget the price tag because it's irrelevant and it completely is irrelevant. We can spend what we want in the league and then just forget about it it's not about oh my god we've had to save up all these pennies we've had to sell three centre-halves and not not do the E stand-up to buy this player it literally doesn't matter how much he costs whether it's 5 million 18 or 25 if Gino Pozzo and Scott think that they got they can afford that then that's fine Let's not, that's not for us to worry about it really isn't for us to worry about as supporters so forget the price tag forget he's a record signing um, but I think he can offer more, and I think he'll be wanting more to what he'll be
0: wanting to offer more in what was an incredibly exciting Watford side. The uh, my, my only thought I had from him from Saturday was uh, he had three good chances, which he took one, and that was the one where he didn't have to think. Yeah. It was almost like the instinct where he just did what he wanted to do. It was a one and one he had to think and he absolutely fluffed his the, lines. The second one
1: was where um was it or was it where he just sort of missed the missed the target completely. Completely. It was um yeah that just smacked of a complete, you know, mental and physical breakdown, basically. But look, he's—I think he's going to come good. I think this is a strong Watford dressing room. I think he'll get support from Silver. I think that's something we've learned over the over the course of uh, Marco's uh, continuing, luckily, uh, Watford <laughs> tenure. That he is good. His man management is good, and I think he will get a lot of support. I think Troy will be helpful for for Andre Gray. I think there'll be competition amongst them. Um, yeah, and Andre Gray. I, was thinking, I felt sorry for Andre Gray. You know, Deeney comes on and slots that penalty in, and his his goal tally sort of goes up a notch. And Andre Gray says, "Oh God," you know. I, I think he's a valuable asset. I God. think he he could. I, I want to see more strength. More, come on, come on, come on! It's in there, Andre. Let's have it.
2: A podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the Rookery end.
0: Mike's surname is Parkinson. He's a son called Arlo, uh, and this now features Michael Parkinson.
1: It gives me great pleasure to welcome once again to Michael Parkinson, Arlo. Arlo, how are you? Quite good. Now this week Watford have played Manchester United, quite a big side, one of the biggest sides in the world, would you say? Uh, yeah. But if you could go to watch Watford play one team, who would it be? Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Why would you choose them?
2: Because they're a really hot, good team, and so Watford.
1: Who do you think would win?
2: Real Madrid.
1: Oh, you're probably right, Arlo. Listen. a
2: draw. A draw. It'd be two.
1: To all, good game! Good game! Thanks very much for joining us.
2: Bye bye, see you later. I'm landing down. <laughs>
0: Gomez, another, another couple of great saves from him, Mike. Yeah, I think he's, uh,
1: he's really coming into his own, isn't he? He's, uh, just an absolute fabulous reflex save. Stuck his arm out to stop, a, to stop a certain goal, which is really, really good to see. And I've seen, seen Gomez doing that captain's role as well again today, really geeing, geeing people up as we know as is want. It's not a difficult thing to do, but it's nice to see it because I thought after the second goal, visibly... Shoulders went down, and that's not something that you associate with this Watford with Watford team necessarily. I was a bit disappointed to see that. Yeah, I can understand it a little bit. You feel like it's been snatched away with a with a decent strike from Ashley Young, um, who incidentally I was a bit surprised that he was the pantomime villain of the of the night. Although the other thing is, Manchester United seem to be able to take as long as they want to celebrate if they wanted to sit down and write sort of 500 words on <laughs> on how their goal went in by the corner flag before kicking off again it seems that they're uh, seems that they're allowed to do that um but yeah Gomez absolutely um Gomez absolutely superb again tonight i think Mariapa looked good as well i think he's uh, he's just going from strength to strength Cavacelle decent as well frustrating about defensively in front of Cab- uh, in front of Gomez we need to have the same defensive line playing please for more than one or two three games in a row because that's been been disrupted by injury, and I think we that that set us back a little bit tonight. Talking of injuries, great to see Pereira back, yeah. having big impact. I wonder how uh, how
0: serious that Will Hughes injury was. Yeah, he did. He, he did walk off. He did limp off. Pereira though back again. I suppose when Mike's talking about the changes in defence is is a you know problematic. There there still isn't that worry with the midfield, is there?
2: No, there isn't. I, I think Pereira will probably start against Spurs at the weekend, whether, whether Hughes is injured or not, even if he does shake it off. I think he, he, you know he's come into the team up, You know, after having not really featured for the first few months of the season. He's still a young player. He's played a lot of games in, in a short space of time. Maybe now's the time to just take him out again, put Pereira back in, more experienced player, does have a lot of class, offers something slightly different to Hughes, but we know how good he can be on his day. And I think it could be a great occasion for him on Saturday to come in and make an impact. And I, I, I just there may be nothing in this but there was something I spotted in the second half Um, and it was Silva going absolutely mad at Ziegler and it was when Man United were trying to break we we were on the attack and United cleared the ball and Ziegler tried to get wrong he tried to get to the ball ahead of ahead of I think it was Lukaku or Pogba and he didn't get anywhere near it and then it was and then they turned and they went on the attack and I think Man United nearly scored from it and Silva went absolutely mental at him and you know I just wonder again he's a player that's come in maybe it might be chance to just, you know take him out for a game get Holly Bass back in because you know we know how good he can be as well um, but we'll see maybe he'll play and I thought Ziegler did play well towards the end again when the whole team was up he, he looked good but I thought I was quite disappointed in the left-hand side of the team today. I thought Richarlison didn't have a very good night at all. First half, we, we barely, the only person, that, the only player who did anything on the left side was Semenya, and he had to run all the way across the pitch to do it right, right at the <laughs> yeah, end. Yeah, you do. know, so I don't think they were, they were as good as they've been in previous weeks. Maybe we can't hold them to that high standard every single week. We're the Orns. You're the Orns. Come on, you Orns.
0: So on Saturday, DCW, we have the visit of Tottenham Hotspur, Um, and that, in theory, the uh, the the critics' choice of top five have visited Vicarage Road. We've had the two Manchester teams, we've had Arsenal, we'd have Tottenham, and we would have had Liverpool. Liverpool. Um, By far, and I'm not saying I'm sort of deep-thinking football know-it-all, but Manchester City are heads and tails above all those teams
1: Heads and, tails.
0: Heads and shoulders Heads and shoulders
1: and tails,
0: Heads, shoulders
1: knees and toes did, 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 above. You, did you not want to say head and shoulders because Joe Hart's left Man City
0: now <laughs> <laughs> uh, They just they were because what, what Manchester I think in some ways if I'm a Manchester United fan tonight looking at that Manchester City could go for the jugular, they couldn't. And there were moments where we came back where they were flapping at each other. And, you know, what we saw we did against Arsenal, and in theory we saw the weaknesses of, of Liverpool. So that's, that's fine. But Manchester City, uh, Manchester United, still not scared of them at the end of that DCW. Not sort of, when we see them again, you're not going to be panicking any more than you were at the beginning of this game. Manchester United. Manchester United, yeah.
2: Well, no, I mean, look, we had our chances tonight, um, but I don't know, they are Manchester United. They do, They are packed with quality, and really i just seen Mourinho we interviewed on in BT after the game, and he said we should have been 6-0 up before Watford got back in the game, and he's, he's probably right. Lukaku missed a couple of sitters. I don't know how Lingard didn't score in the first half when Gomez made another amazing save. You know, we, I think we were, for the, with the exception of that, very short, late comeback in the first ten minutes. We were outclassed tonight by by a team who are deserved title challengers. They might not be quite yeah. as good as Man City at the moment, but they, if any team's going to challenge Man City at the moment, it will be Manchester United. But then looking at Saturday with, with the visit of Spurs, it, it, it's an interesting game because Spurs desperately need a victory. If they, you know, Pochettino said before the game that they played against Leicester this evening. If we don't win, the title challenge is over. So people are going to, you know, so. You know, so that's it, from from what their manager has said. But they're going to need to stay in the top four. That the, 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 If they keep losing matches, Liverpool are playing quite well at the moment, Arsenal could overtake them. So it's, it's a big game for Spurs. They're in a bad run of form. And from what I heard tonight, Leicester were like the Leicester of old that won the Premier League. They played on the counter. They they soaked up pressure from Spurs and they did them on the counter. That might be the way we need to go on Saturday.
1: I'd argue it's quite a big game for us as well, because I think I'm, what I'm... I'm I'm not. You can. I think we're being fairly sanguine tonight. We're not. We're not effing and jeffing. We, I think you're right in your in your summation that we were ultimately outclassed and we were never really in the game, despite despite that late rally. What I'm fed up of, what's sort of a bit tiring in these big games, and we put out, you know, it's great we're playing Man United on a Tuesday night at Vicarage Road. I've been looking forward to it all day, um, and it's just got that special feeling about it. And I'm already looking forward to Tottenham again. That's a, a local game; they'll they'll be here. It'll be noisy. The atmosphere will be absolutely crackling on Saturday. But what I'm fed up of happening in these games, particularly here at Vicarage Road, is us getting blown away early in games. Um, and then, the, and then the second half is, uh, is 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 an absolute sort of um, formality, and we need to cut that out. You know, Man City did it to us, and um, Tottenham have done it on v- previous visits. Arsenal have done it on previous visits. Uh, Man United have done it tonight. We need to be better than that if we're going to be moving forward as a as a, as a Premier League club. And I think, don't get me wrong, we are moving forward as a Premier League club. The, like I said at the top of the, the, the podcast, the fact that we're coming into the game. Not hoping against hope.
0: Does that, does that mean, D.W., that we could win? Uh, can lose that game? But one 0 is a, a, a step forward for Watford.
2: Well, it will be a step forward from from, <laughs> from last season's performance, which was one of the real low points of the season oh, yeah. for me. That was it on Boxing Day or and in the, right the year, yeah, yeah, yeah in that terrible. festive festive period. We were. Pathetic against Spurs, <laughs> so so poor. And I, I don't for, for one second think that we will see a similar, similar performance on Saturday. We may well lose the game, but I, I do, you know, you what you have come to expect from this Watford side this season is that by and large we will put in a performance full of fight, full of character, and indeed full of skill, you know, and, and attacking prowess at times. And I, and I, I hope we see that again on Saturday. I think we will. And look. Just like before tonight's game, we we had realistic hopes of of, of getting something, of getting a draw, maybe even beating them. I think we have got a chance on, on Saturday. Spurs on their day could blow us away. They are one of the best teams in the league. They've got some exceptional players, but they're in a bad moment of form at the moment. They're low on confidence if we score first. You know, they might be getting worried again. They've, they have struggled this season. They've You know, I think even though they're obviously going to be away on Saturday, the Wembley thing, it just seems to have permeated into the whole sort of atmosphere around the squad. It's In the Champions League, it's been brilliant. Maybe they're focusing a bit more on that this season. But in the Premier League, at the moment, it's not going so well. So we've got to be up for it. We've got to go again. We've got to learn from our mistakes that we learned tonight. And we've got to get into them and hope for the best. Would you take 1-0 as a sign of progress for Watford on
1: Saturday? No. I want to see us tackle a head, top team head-on and come away with a victory. Quite apart from anything else, I'm desperate, desperate, desperate to, to beat Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> um, I think they've shown that they can be got at tonight, as, uh, as we've heard. They've lost, uh, lost to West Brom and they're not this great team that everyone uh, against Leicester, I beg your pardon. Uh, they've lost against Leicester tonight. So <clears throat> what I'm what I'm hoping for is this Watford team to to come of age a bit. Um, and to learn from these, the chastening experience against uh, against Manchester City, a slightly a different but still quite chastening encounter tonight against the other Manchester team, um, and, let's, and see just to see how far, incrementally we must get better. We must get better. We must get better. Let's not get blown away by Tottenham. Let's challenge them. There's no reason we can't win it. There's we've, there's got plenty to offer. Plenty to offer this side. Um, I think they've got one out of their system tonight when things just haven't rolled for them. Uh, roll for them perfectly we're going to see a more dynamic and a more successful Watford come Saturday
0: um, thank you very much for listening to again another slightly shorter podcast we did two this week but we'll be back again on Saturday when Watford take on Tottenham Hotspur. Uh and, and Saturday's a big game for Watford as we've said but also it's a big big evening for Raksu, who we saw at half time, uh, the, the uh, half time premonition for Raksu, which was going to be it end three three. Well, we had three more goals, just not three uh, three. And to, to to see us out, to lift the mood, here's a snippet of what Raksu sounded like at half time at Vicarage Road to,
1: to lift the mood. Come on, you Ons!
2: <laughs>